What's up, ladies? Welcome to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast, where we seek to restore women with God's truth for their everyday lives. I'm Tashika Oliver. And I'm Leah Ross, and we're your hosts. This season, we've got some exciting things in store. So join us as we study God's Word, celebrate women living faithfully on mission, and dive into cultural issues through a biblical lens. You ready, Tashiva? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's, let's go. go. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman Podcast. Leah here. Yes, Tashiva here and... and- Go mm-hmm. ahead, Leah. You already We're want to gonna, say something. I do. <laughs> We're moving on mm-hmm. in the series. We, we are. On to, to Second John. We're yes, on to Second John. Yes, we are. And there's only one chapter. Yes. So here we are. It's tiny but mighty, Leah. It's tiny but mighty. Small but mighty. Who Small. knew that 10, 10, 11 verses could pack a punch? 12 yes. verses? How many verses is it? 12 verses? 13? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To pack a whole punch yep. Um, to convict us and to encourage us in the life of the local church. So yeah, absolutely. should we jump into Sheba? Yeah, we should definitely jump in. And I just want to say to the ladies, I know that y'all have been like rocking with us. You guys know that. Um, I had a little one. And so I'm sure that you guys are sort of like, what's going on with them not dropping every week? And so I do want to just say this to our podcast community, which is thank you for continuing to rock with us. And, you know, we're almost through with this this series and um, we're looking forward to it. But I really appreciate you guys' patience as we're trying to finish um, going through this study together. So yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. we are ready. We thank you. Hang with you us. Guys. We're going to finish strong. Yes. Two more um two more sessions in uh well we got second John today and we got third John next week. So I know. We close to the end here. We're in, we're close. It's a be- it's been beautiful though. It's been beautiful. Okay, so you going to read Leah? Yes. Ooh. Ladies, I'm going to read second John from the CSB. Mhm. The elder to the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not only I, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth that remains in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. I was very glad to find some of your children walking in truth, in keeping with the command we have received from the Father. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, so now I ask you, dear lady, not as if I were writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning, that we love one another. This is love, that we walk according to his commands. This is the command, as you have heard it from the beginning, that you walk in love. Many deceivers have gone out into the world. They do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. This is the deceiver and the antichrist. Watch yourselves so that you don't lose what we have worked for, mm-hmm. but that you may receive a full reward. Mm-hmm. 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 Come on and, now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyone who does not remain in Christ's teaching but goes beyond it does not have God. The one who remains in that teaching, this one has both the Father and the Son. Come on, girl. Anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your home and do not greet him. For the mm. one who greets him shares in his evil works. Have mercy, Ooh. Lord. Have mercy. Though I have many things to write to you, I don't want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to come to you and talk face to face so that our joy may be complete. The children of your elect sisters send you greetings. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Come on mm. now. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm. Y'all ready to feast? A- I know. I know. It is so good. And I mean, just as you said, Leah, 13 verses that are just packed with such truth and yeah. um, can admonish us in this season that we are in as the church and um, all that we are experiencing and um, enduring through. So, yeah, talking about some key people, let's look at this look section. And um, we see that, you know, um, there is just a subtle difference, right? We have John Mm -hmm. still writing um, these letters and John Mm -hmm. is particularly writing to a local church leader Mm -hmm. and the church, right? That's Mm -hmm. what we see, right? And so we have this um, elect lady, of course, it's around Ephesus. And what's going on in in the text is that John and his pastoral authority is writing to this local church leader and its members. And not only is he doing that, we can keep in mind, right, that John is writing this at at going towards the end of his life and he's hammering down mm-hmm. on what makes the body of Christ the the church distinct what makes the church the church and how we should be identified as followers of Jesus and so we do not have to be um confused in any shape form or fashion John makes very clear spoiler alert that what makes us distinct is Jesus Christ his full mm-hmm personhood from essence to embodiment right mm-hmm. and so yeah we can we can see this very very clearly and of course we know that this is taking place around asia minor around 80 ad and this mm-hmm. key takeaway right in first john we see this theme of walking in the truth well the key takeaway for second john is walk in love walk in love yeah. we're gonna flush that out a lot more um, some of these things and connections that we see in the text, Leah, take us through some of those. And then, you know, of course, key verse and so on. Okay. Yeah. So when we are looking at this short passage, we're looking at um, what themes we see. We see this connection between love and response out of love. So that our, we are looking at how our obedience is ultimately fueled and a response of love. We're also seeing that the testimony of God is embodied in the life of Jesus. So Jesus comes, he's right, like you said, it's the essence and the embodiment of Jesus is the full and reliable testimony of God. And then we see finally this theme of this urgency and um, this urgency for certainty in our faith. And then John's efforts mm-hmm. to remind the church of this certainty, like mm-hmm. this is this is what we know and this is what you must do. And this is what we must remind ourselves of, Amen. right? And so in anchoring that, our key verses in 2 John 1, uh, chapter, verse 6, I mean, there's only one chapter, so chapter <laughs> 1, verse 6. One six. This is love. <laughs> one six. Chapter, uh, chapter, yeah. I remember Bible drills. I remember Bible drills. And I used to be like, chapter one, verse six, there's only one book. There's There's only one chapter. So did you say second John verse six? I guess so. I don't know. However. Second John verse six. This is love that we walk according to his commands. Mm-hmm. This is the commandment of you, as you have heard it from the beginning, that you walk in love. Mm-hmm. And so we're anchoring here because, right, like this is the key takeaway is that we are walking yeah. in love. The summation of the commands, right, as mm-hmm. God says in the Old Testament, is love the Lord your God mm-hmm. and uh, love your neighbor. And so the the centering of all of these things mm-hmm. is love 
Mm-hmm. And now we get to work it out in the context of a body of believers in a local church, just as John is writing it. That's mm-hmm. how we're going to take it today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so our key terms, our key phrases, obviously walk in love, remaining in Christ's teaching. Mm-hmm. And then we see these repeated words of love, the commands, the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Walk and walking, remain, and then what is Christ's? And so these, as we see, as always, we see these repeated words are highlighting our themes. Yeah. So let's take it from there. Yeah. W- when we get into the listen uh, form of our study, we see we're really trying to understand what does it mean? What did it mean to the original audience, to John, as well as to these local leaders? And of course, Leah, really, you iterated this, that there is this, in Second John, we're going to see this reminder and this urgency um, of certainty of Christ, as well as this warning, right? The urgency leads to this warning. So we're seeing these two things of reminding and warning. And John is going to reiterate what he has already articulated in First John, because it's already being read throughout all of Ephesus, right? And now he's zeroing in on this local church. So there's already a familiarity with much of what he is communicating, um, likely. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I love this because one of the, one of the things that we see in affirming that very thing of this reiteration of First John, when we look at this last verse, right um, in chapter twelve, it says, "Though I have many things to write to you, I don't want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to talk to you face to face, so that our joy may be complete." Where have we mm-hmm. heard like our joy may be complete? First of all, come on now. It's the theme of our mm-hmm. Bible study series of first, yeah. second, and third John, right? And it's right here, complete joy. There is this desire for John uh to for us to be joined with John so that our joy mm-hmm. may be complete. And he says that right in the top of his letter that's read aloud in first mm-hmm. John um one in in that verse 12. And so he he is clearly articulating his heart behind the pen of this letter to this local church. Mm-hmm. And he's he's writing um as well to this local church leader, um, particularly in verse uh five. He's writing, right, with this desire, with a gladness. He writes in verse four that he has this gladness, right, that he um, hears about some of the children in the church walking in the truth. And yet at the same time, he goes on throughout verses five that he's asking them, those who um, are not walking in the truth, that they would be reminded, right, Mm -hmm. not of a new command, but one that they've heard from the beginning that they would mm-hmm. love one another and walk according to to his commands, Jesus's commands. And so um, we see that John is making this petition very clear to this leader. And then that this love for one another was nothing new, but it was communicated from the beginning. And mm-hmm. what does this love for one another look like? It's like this major key piece of what it means to be a distinct member of the of the family of God as well as a part of a local church. Yeah. And yeah. so we see that love for one another is the major key to living an embodied faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. this is why it's the key verse, right? That we are called towards this, that John is saying, listen, the command is that we love, love God and love one another. And so we mm-hmm. cannot love God and not love one another. They are interconnected, which is why yeah. um, 
he right. begins to make clear what this love looks like. How do how do we have an assurance? How do we mm-hmm. know how to walk out this love and yeah. live out this? And can I just say too, like it's so he the the reason that this is necessary is because of the proximity that they have. Like there is no way that they can be a a group of people together, living life together, fellowshipping together, repeatedly gathering and not have to deal with the element of what it means to love one another. Like there's just something about being together that if you are a believer, you've got to figure out the implications of being together is that we got to figure out how to love one another. Yeah, Because as soon as we start rubbing up against each other, there's elements of our flesh, sin, and the devil that's going to rise up, okay? Yes, And we want to believe, we want to know and believe and be assured that God's truth is alive and well in our hearts. And so he gives us, he's giving them this opportunity by teaching and instructing out of a place of how do we love each other? Right? Mm-hmm. How do we how do we make this real? How do we put hands and feet on it? What we're hearing and what we're saying we believe is true. Well, let's actually demonstrate it, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think about because this letter is being read, first John was being read throughout Ephesus, and now there is the likelihood that this letter was written to a church in Ephesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking back at the book of Ephesians. And this is what we're talking about when we're saying, Mm -hmm. listen, like you can verify these things of Mm -hmm. like, how do we, how do we know what was, what was going on? Because when we look at the book of Ephesus, what was happening in Ephesus at the time, not only was the fact that like Jesus is embodied, there was a lack within the local church of the embodiment Mm -hmm. of what Jesus has done. And people were stepping out into the mm-hmm. world, right, from mm-hmm. the local church. But when we think about what is happening around Ephesus and why John is really honing in on this, right? What is Come happening in Ephesus at the time is that the world and the culture are not dignifying uh, indivi- one another in, mm-hmm. in Ephesus, right? There's an abuse of and lack of care for women. So that's why Mm -hmm. there's all this exhortation within the local church at Ephesus around wives and husbands and children Mm -hmm. being an employee. Mm -hmm. And then I love just while you were talking, Leah, I just went to Ephesians chapter five and right at the top of chapter five, it Mm -hmm. says, therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And then he goes on, okay? Okay, he's talking about, how do we do that? Well, listen, with your body, with your mind, and with your spirit, girl. He starts pushing this thing out in real Mm. time. And so when John is writing this to this local church, it's not like they haven't heard it before. He's just honing in on this is this is what mm-hmm. makes us us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to be a witness and a mm-hmm. testimony, just like what you were talking about, Jesus testifying, us testifying, mm-hmm. then we have to reflect and embody that oh, very okay. thing. Yep. Yep. Woof, that is so good. There is a consistency that bears witness to the fact that this is a truth from God's spirit. Yes. It's it's not it's 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 not something foreign. It's not something out of left field. No. It's consistent and it's repeated even across 
different authors yes. of scripture yes. that are phrasing it the same way because it's it's applicable to how we exist together, yes. how they existed together as as uh, as neighbors, as brothers, as sisters, as fellow image bearers in a space in a context, girl. Yeah. Yeah. And girl, I know I've talked about this before too, but then you look at John writing, you know, of course, Revelation, and we know that it's an allegory, but where we also see these components where he Mm -hmm. brings in these churches as examples, right? And what does he say about Ephesus? You've left your first love because Ephesus, he was exhorting them towards walking in love, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I, I just love that the truth clearly prevails itself in scripture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we see, right, like that Jesus in his fullness and not just in his essence is this is the call that John is giving to this Mm -hmm. local church. Like as you embrace the full embodiment, the human embodiment, which is the issue of the day, it is going to keep you. It is the thing that tethers you to Mm -hmm the truth of the father and the son. And he goes on even to say this, right? Uh, Particularly in verse nine, anyone who does not remain in Christ's teaching, but goes beyond it does not have God. And the one who remains in that teaching, this one has both the father and the son, the father and Mm -hmm. the son. And the joy of us having that is that we will receive a full reward. Girl, when you were mm-hmm. reading that, it just blessed my whole my whole being that yeah. like we are not just sitting here playing patty cake, okay? <laughs> In Come this on. Christian life, but that mm-hmm. there is a reward as we are going to be made new. The reward yeah. of being with the father and the son, the 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 reward of being with our other brothers and sisters all gathered together around the throne is a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And so John is just reiterating what he has said from first John. And then he goes on to say, like, listen, we've I've been around this block for a while. And so I'm I'm really trying to exhort us everybody is not fully rocking with the family of God. There will be Mm -hmm. people amongst us who are actually in the seats that Mm -hmm. we see that are not being tethered to the truth, that are not being Mm -hmm. tethered to the truth. And so going into verse 10, he makes very clear, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, the Mm -hmm. truth, the truth of who Christ is, and that, that walking out of love Do not receive him into your home and do not greet him for the one who greets him shares in his evil works. And girl, I I have to be honest. Like when Mm -hmm. I was reading that, I I felt a dissonance in my body of like, right. Not welcoming someone who has been a part of the body and is totally rejecting. And he, John is meaning exactly what he said. He's not, Mm -hmm. there is no sugarcoating of this. There is not Mm -hmm. a double meaning behind this. There is no, it's like, no, you're actually manipulating and deceiving people. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be welcome in my house, in the house of God. I was just listening to a pastor uh, um, the other day, this Asian pastor who was talking about just the love and uh, magnitude of obedience to God to the point where it's like, I know God's words are so true and I have to obey them. Mm-hmm. That e- when someone is unrepentant 
and you have appealed to them time and time again. And it's like, no, they just, they're not willing to see their sin. They're not willing mm-hmm. to, to come face to face with their need for repentance mm-hmm. and to walk in the truth. Mm-hmm. Literally that he was like, I love God so much that I had to say, I can't rock with you. Like I can't. And, mm. it, and it breaks my heart because you know, like I love you. I've been, I've been your friend for a long time, but I mm. love God more. I love God more. And if you're not willing to obey God's commands, like yeah, we we, can't, we just can't rock together because this is what the word says. Mm. And like that must be to me, right? Like you said, like there's that dissonance of like, Ooh. don't even receive him into your home. Like yeah. this is what God's word says. And you know why? Because he believes that there is discipline attached to disobedience, Ooh. right? Like Girl, you say have that got one to more time. That there that. is discipline there attached. Is discipline attached to disobedience. disobedience. So just as much as we are a billboard of God's love in this world by our actions, Mm -hmm. guess what? The church is also responsible to be a billboard for God's consequences for disobedience. Yes. Like we really have to take that seriously of like, we can't just like, if we're really, if we really have a fear and an awe of God, we can't just treat it willy nilly and just be like, okay, whatever. No, we got to call each other to account, each other who who confess Jesus Christ, okay? Not just anybody on the street corner, but those in your fellowship, Mm -hmm. your local church, your local fellowship who profess Jesus Christ Mm. saying, no, 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 this is what God's word says we have to do as a form of discipline, as a form of consequences. Same thing in my household. I don't love my children if I don't actually give them consequences for disobedience. Whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. Whom the Lord loves, he disciplines. And this is attaching us to understanding that love is not just constant gentleness. Love is also discipline. It yes. is discipline. It is the mm-hmm. the embodiment of the disciple. We see the word disciple in the word discipline. It is seeking to form us. Dis- correction mm-hmm. and rebuke mm-hmm. forms and shapes our lives. That's why mm-hmm. it says the father and the son, the one who remains in the father and the son, because mm-hmm. we see the law of God proclaimed yeah. through the father and we yeah. see the fulfillment of the law finished through the son come on now. so you it, that's why there's an invitation to remain in yes. the whole the whole embodiment yes. of the teaching and mm-hmm. girl even in the fact of I, I was thinking about this too in the fact of when john is saying this mm-hmm. john also knows that it is this this letter is not separate from 1 John. And what does 1 right. John 5 say at the end? That if someone is pursuing unrighteousness mm-hmm. or sin, mm-hmm. that he says, what? Pray for them. So yeah. even in being a yeah. distance from them, your mm-hmm. love is still not inactive because there is a desire to still pray mm-hmm. for them that they mm-hmm. would turn to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And yeah, repent. yeah, yeah, and I don't believe. Yeah, I absolutely vibe with that because I don't believe there's any way that you can really love someone without pleading for their repentance, yes. without pleading for them to turn, and then if they don't, without having that continued burden of like, I'm actually grieved that they're separated. Yes. Like I'm grieved by that. Anyone who's ever had to put a child out the home, right? Like, is is just constantly grieving. Never 
ever, yeah. ever being able to let it go of like, I wish that they would be here. Yes. I grieve their absence. I, I totally sense it yes. and propel that that mm-hmm. person towards prayer for that individual. Like yes. that's that's the posture of like, you yes. know, whether it's a child or a sibling, like grieving and praying that that person would be restored. And that is the hope, right? That that, yeah. that we would trust God to pray for yeah. that person's restoration. So yeah. yeah. And yeah. I even I even as you were saying that it reminds me of that key thing that you're talking about in the mm-hmm. text, this urgency for certainty, yeah. the reminder mm-hmm. and the urgency for that certainty, like right. for them to know. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of The Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one-sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives. So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website, which is theurbanchristianwoman.com. So, this is rich. This is so Mm -hmm. rich. This is so rich. Okay, so because of all of these things, right, John pastorally then goes on to the end of the letter and just warns it. He's he's not only warning them, but he's calls, calling them to be watchful amongst themselves, right? And don't yeah. lose sight. Yeah. Don't lose sight and get caught up in going beyond what is truly the truth mm-hmm. because there are implications. Right, yeah. That. So Leah, how then should we live? How can yeah. we apply this to our life um, spiritually, mm-hmm. personally, Social, this is like, mm. yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I think spiritually, like we are, we are just going to the same place that we've been going that we have to walk in love. Walking in love is essential and central to the Christian life in a way that like the only way that we are proving what is invisibly true is by manifesting it through visible walking in love and walking in the truth. Like we cannot love God and not love one another. We cannot say that we love, you know, going back to the passages in First John, that who he whom we have not seen, when we don't love the ones that we have seen, that's just not the truth. That's not how mm. Jesus, our Messiah, bears witness to the truth. And that's not how God has wired us to bear witness to the truth. He, Jesus, Ooh. bore witness to the truth by tangibly doing acts of sacrificial love, living a life of sacrificial love. And that's how we respond as well. We respond that our connection to the Father is made manifest through displaying a, a continual walking in love. And we were talking about how just like, Right, that 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 concept of walking is a repeated practice in our faith life. Mm-hmm. It's repeated, and there's yep. a there's a sense of we're going back to the same patterns that help us. And what are those patterns? So yeah. some of those patterns are confession and repentance and sacrificial Amen. love. Confession and repentance, sacrificial love, mm-hmm. um, serving, uh, mm-hmm. uh, dwelling in proximity. Mm-hmm. Those are the just like walking is a repeat pattern and praying. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. So those are, you know, there's a there's a 
there's a meaning, a real meaning to why John is using this phrase walk and walking mm-hmm. is because we are to be reminded that it is a repeated process until we yeah. see Jesus face to face. Okay. Amen. 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 And and even with these personal implications, I know you were talking mm-hmm. about the spiritual, the personal is that John is inviting these local members as well to remain faithful to Christ's teaching, just like we said to God's teachings, where in verse nine, it talks about the father and the son. They are Mm -hmm. not separate. I know that we can focus so much on Christ crucified, right? We can, there can be this focus on the New Testament that Mm -hmm. we don't focus on the Old Testament. And that's where the father is really like honing in on his rules and his commands. Mm -hmm. But the Bible Mm -hmm. is one whole narrative. And so Mm -hmm. it is very clear that John is saying, be remain in in all of the teaching, in all of the Mm -hmm. teaching, just have just as we have said. And this word remain, it is it means to stay, to abide. And so Mm -hmm. there is this intentionality towards this um this humble pursuit, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. just uh, a hit it and quit it, but there's a constancy, just like the language of walking yeah. in love. It's this dwelling, it's this mm-hmm. hunger, it's this longing to uh, be and 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 experience God constantly through His mm-hmm. Word, through His presence. Um, and so, yeah, we see we see John exhorting them to that, mm-hmm. and we can see it for ourselves that there is this call for us to abide in him, yeah. right? Yeah. John's words yeah. are so clear in in remaining in his love and abiding in him. Um, mm-hmm. And so we're called towards that same thing. Let's talk and about- Can I just things. point out that like when, yeah. we, when we are looking at that word remain, mm-hmm. even in this short passage, even in this short book of 2 John, we see mm-hmm. um, remain in two places, yep. right? Well, yep. I, I mean, I, it's almost like a bookend, right? Because yes, in verse absolutely. two, the truth that remains in us and will be with us forever. And, yep. and then at the end, um, in verse nine, the one who remains in this teaching, this one has both the father and the son. And yeah. so like this, this almost like reciprocal, like just concept of remaining, like the truth remains in us mm-hmm. and we remain in the teaching of the father and the son. And mm-hmm. so one, just remembering that it is God who initiates mm-hmm. his truth abiding and remaining with us. And he also commits that to us forever. Yeah. Like John says, this truth Ooh. will be with us forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. From the moment that we that Amen. we see it and receive it, it will be with us forever mm-hmm. until it is literally mm-hmm. just the constant and uninterrupted mm-hmm. rejoicing of our very mm-hmm. lives and souls in the new heaven and new earth. And so that is like the initiation of it. Mm-hmm. And then everything we mm-hmm. do is a response. Mm-hmm. We remain in the teaching. We remain in the Father. We remain in the Girl. Son. And that's a response to what God has already initiated by, rem- by putting His truth in our heart and allowing it to remain forever, okay? Yes, that's, amen. To me, that's like, thank you, Jesus, for you, Jesus. always being the, the beginning, the, the author and perfecter of our mm, faith. Mm, so, mm. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
That's 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 to me. I'm like them them shouting words. Okay, them shouting, shout, them shout, shout about shouting it. Words. Shout about it. Shouting um, words. Yeah. So so Toshiba, talk to us about some of these social and cultural implications, which I know are going to flow right into our like ecclesial. Because look, this whole book is about how how are we going to operate in community with one another? Like yeah, this actual community. So talk yes. to us about oh, how goodness. we today, what are our implications for doing this in community? Y'all, this is, if you can see me, I have my hand on my head because... <laughs> um, like that I, emoji with just like... <laughs> yes, yes. Because my heart is just so heavy and so burdened it's so for mm, this mm, social mm. and cultural implication around the false teaching of social media yeah, that is happening. It's so prevalent. It's so prevalent. And Leah and I have, when we do our morning check-in, one day we were just so grieved by that we spent time in prayer. Like, mm-hmm. we spent time in prayer yeah. just like praying for individuals mm-hmm. and praying for those who, I mean, we've had to hit unfollow, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, you know, mm-hmm. because... God does connect us with a local church. And it mm-hmm. says to the elect lady and her children, that's a per- specific body of believers. That's a, a group of church. people. Amen. And so we, for, for some of us, and I don't know if you're listening to this podcast, we thank God for you. We praise God for you. But if you are not connected to a local church, you are not walking in the full embodiment of what mm-hmm. the Father and the Son has desired for mm-hmm. you to walk mm-hmm. in love. Walking mm-hmm. in love is connected not just to the to the Father and to the Son, but mm-hmm. to a body of people mm-hmm. called the local mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. And so we know that there is church church hurt. We know that there is church trauma. And yet mm-hmm. we are seeing that people are staying in that space and place. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it is leading towards a false teaching that is going beyond what is truly the truth. And mm-hmm. we would not be saying this unless we didn't love yeah. the Lord first and right. foremost and love right. and know that he has called us as sisters in the Lord who have this space to articulate and talk about God's word to follow in his commands and and Mm -hmm. exhort our sisters towards that. And so the social Mm -hmm. media space is, if we are not careful, it is one of the key places I I personally see Mm -hmm. and am burdened by that is promoting false teaching on Mm -hmm. multiple levels, not Mm -hmm. just with church hurt and trauma, but like, I mean, Mm -hmm. even um, forms of, seeking success, prosperity, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. See, seeking mm-hmm. um self selfishness and mm-hmm. this the narrative of self-gratification mm-hmm. over being crucified with Christ is no longer us who lives but Christ that lives mm-hmm. in us and the life that we mm-hmm. live in the flesh we live in the son of God who gave himself mm-hmm. for us the life we live mm-hmm. in the flesh come on now mm-hmm. so you know we really wanted to hone in on this that in the space of social media, that there would be a discernment, right? Right, right. That's what John is exhorting us towards. Watch yourself so that you do not lose what you have worked for, but that mm-hmm. you may receive a full reward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so 
you've got to discern. And I I want to like just say that when we think about the theme of complete joy, and you already said this at the beginning, mm-hmm. that when what does John mean that our joy would be made complete? He's talking about yeah. the love of God expressed tangibly in community. Yeah. And like you just you're not going to experience complete joy until the the complete joy, not not just like you can't muster up complete joy, but we will miss experiencing the joy that God has for us, like mm-hmm. our our all good and loving creator and heavenly father that he has for us if we miss out on it's meant to be us connected to one another it's Amen. meant to be that way Amen. it's meant to be a family and and like you said we don't want to minimize the fact that spiritual abuse is real and it is yes. satanic yes. and it is a actual evil oppressive force that we are seeing and we have and we're dealing with and we have um true people that have been harmed yes. deeply by that. Yes, yes. And we want to deal with that head on. Head and on. actually we want to be rescuing people out of spaces of spiritual abuse Amen. and bringing them into healthy families. Okay. Come on now. And in that space, there are individuals that would capitalize on the pain of spiritual abuse and make you believe that there is no place for you in any family. Yeah. And that is a lie from Satan. Okay. And that is the actual going beyond that we're talking about that that we we are going to see in chapter Mm -hmm. three. I mean, chapter three, but in third John. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like that there actually is no home for you. Just wander. I mean, I literally was grieved. I'm not, I'm, I just got to say, fall back, honey, because I was so grieved. Leah and yeah. I told her, I said, listen, my heart is grieved, mm-hmm. it's hurting. I'm praying for this sister. But when I saw that anytime we talk about Advent and they talk about for the wandering, for the wounded, we mm-hmm. are now capitalizing on mm-hmm. people's pain. Yeah. And Jesus came. Come on. To redeem Come our on. pain. Come on. Mm, mm, mm. To heal every wound. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm going to get, think... get off this soapbox because I know we got, <laughs> but I'm, I, I, we are, we are deeply burdened by this. We and if are we didn't, deeply burdened. If we and did not, deeply grieved. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 And so listen, if if you if you are looking for a local church and you're in the Cleveland area, definitely DM Leah Ross and I. Like DM us through the Urban Christian mm-hmm. Woman, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or email us at www.theurbanchristianwoman.com. If you are looking for a local church somewhere else, we will do our best. Now, let mm-hmm. me tell you something. I love the body of Christ. I will do mm-hmm. a due diligence to try to mm-hmm. find you a healthy local church mm-hmm. and and, yeah. and and reach out to every channel, every healthy pastor I know that may know of a local church somewhere because yeah. we yeah. want that for you. Yeah. We want you yeah. to be able to walk out in love what, what John is talking about. And the way that John is wander. so fervently, the way that he's so fervently protective of his flock, 
Like I'm vibing with that right now because I'm like... So go ahead and tell us the ecclesial implications (laughs) because you vibing with... You know, because he's saying like, yeah, his pastoral heart is protective and protective of those that are going out Mm. from the flock and then trying to draw others away. So so you're trying to tell me people people on social media ain't pastors? Is that what you're saying? You see what I'm saying? But trying to draw people away... Yes, ma'am. And then profit off of that and then trying to make a profit off of it? Oh, mercy. No, may it not be, okay? May it not be so. Don't profit off of someone else's pain. We're we're looking for local, like proximity, contextual restoration, okay? Mm-hmm. Because that's what Jesus, he comes in the flesh Amen. so that there's a tangible, physical restoration Ooh, that happens. And we want you. that. Mm. And if you don't Emmanuel, have somebody that's seeking God that, with us. Mm. Girl, if you if you if you're following somebody who's not seeking that, there are red flags. So mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say. There are red flags, mm-hmm. and so let's not take lightly that John is uh, taking this pastoral responsibility seriously. He's mm-hmm. he's holding tenderly those who are walking in the truth, mm-hmm. and he is speaking fiercely in warning for those that go beyond the truth and depart from it. And I know that this is a burden for pastors and it is part of their um, calling and their Mm -hmm. responsibility. Mm -hmm. And so, first of all, I just want to say... Encur- I want to encourage pastors. If you're okay? a pastor listening to this, because I w- we do know a few pastors who listen to this, we just want to encourage you like that what you're doing is hard and we know that it's a part of your call and we don't want to yeah. ignore that, you know? We don't want to ignore that. And and we pray that there is restoration uh, and rest in the shalom of God that, you, yeah. that, that visits you daily and weekly as you rest in Him and carry that Amen. burden. Amen. And then we also want to speak to those that are listening who are following local pastors, who are in community with local pastors. Mm-hmm. And we want to exhort you to empathy for your local pastor and yeah. saying like, we see very clearly the the weight and the burden that you carry, tending to the flock yeah. and also tending in a way that is both nurturing and protective of what yeah. comes to threaten the health of the flock. Yeah. Like yeah. see that. Yeah. See that John is say, giving us a window, y'all. John is giving yeah, us a window, a real of the window. Pastor's plight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so we we want us we want to encourage sisters to see that and say, no, I want to walk in empathy towards my pastor. I want to encourage this person. I want to I want to believe that they are they are a whole person who mm-hmm. who God desires to see flourish. And so, mm-hmm. um, t- keeping in mind the the burdens of anxiety that comes with tending to a flock or or um maybe the self-doubt that comes from the enemy like mm-hmm. let's not pile that on but mm-hmm. let's figure out how we can encourage and lift up our mm-hmm. local pastors mm-hmm. in a way that will help them just to continue to run that race that's difficult yeah, yeah. like they actually need our encouragement yeah. they need our support they need those uh errands if you will that are holding up the arms of Moses when he gets weary okay mm-hmm. we need to be those people uh, yeah. as much as God allows us and calls us to we need to be those people. So yeah. we're just a challenge to enter in with empathy in your local church context to not only a pastor, but but all of your local leaders, whether they're yeah. deacons, elders, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. to, to, to enter in with empathy and support, knowing yeah. what that plight is and knowing what that burden is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. 
that being said, like, hey, we know that pastor's appreciation was like, what, in October or something like that? But, but <laughs> it's always John, pastor's appreciation. I, John did okay. not, what, what I don't see is that John is articulating the time of the month. He's just, <laughs> he's giving Only, us he's not saying point. once a year. He's not saying, he's not once, saying a year. once a year. He's not saying once a year. So let the Holy Spirit lead you as this mm-hmm. is, I would even say this is the time of Christmas. What does it look like to write your pastor a note, your elder, mm-hmm. the people who are leading you in the local church, who are shepherding you to, mm-hmm. to write those genuine um, words of encouragement or to be intentional to pray for them, you know, like mm-hmm. f- find your, let, we're, we've got a window. That's all I'm saying. We've got a window into yeah. the juxtaposition of what's happening social culturally and also like mm-hmm. there's an invitation mm-hmm. of ecclesially mm-hmm. how we can live this mm-hmm. out. And so, Leah, will you pray for us? Th- thanks be to God for Second John. Okay? Who knew Amen. that this much was in Second John? Amen. 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 Let me pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your faithfulness in um, 13 short verses, how you just pack um, such a beautiful picture of what it means to be in community and what it means to love each other, what it means to walk in love. Thank you that you do not shy away from warning and convicting us in your word. And we thank you, God, that that you have given us a window into what it actually means to love our leaders, to, to, to walk walk in empathy mm-hmm. and to uh, pursue one another in just a yes. repeated practice yes. of love. We thank yes. you that it all begins with you, that you are the initiator and you yeah. are the perfecter and that yeah. we don't have to do this in our own striving, but that you lead us mm-hmm. and you prompt us moment by moment by the power of your Holy Spirit to walk in love and to remain. And we thank you that we can look forward in the mm-hmm. hope that you actually have a reward stored up for those who walk faithfully with you And so we pray that in the days that feel long and the times when we stumble and fail and fall at this and don't get it right, but God, we pray that in those times that you would remind us of your love, of your restoration and of the reward that we press into. God, keep us in your truth. Keep sisters in your truth. God, we pray for for a restoration um, globally and even nationally with churches that would be healthy. God, we pray against the the demonic destruction of spiritual yes. abuse. God, and we yes. pray for healthy churches to be to, to be flourishing yes. and to grow. Uh, right. We pray for sisters to find homes in those places yes. where they would be yes. set among family. Lord, family. your word says that you yes. set the lonely in families. And we know yes. that doesn't just mean physical, like That's biological right. families, That's but right. also right. families That's in the right. new family the name that you Jesus. created with brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes, and so so encourage us in this truth. Yes, so Keep God. us uh, planted firmly in the truth of your love for us and in our capacity by the Spirit to love one another. And we pray this in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Have a blessed day, ladies. Amen.